Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Not Just New Movies podcast, the show where we review a seemingly random film currently not in theaters. My name is Ben Pearson, and today we're going to be talking about Wu Ping Yun's 2016 film, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny. Joining me is my regular co-host, Tyler. How's it going, man? I'm great. How are you? A main character from this movie is Yu Shu Lin, so uh, I did a little wordplay there. Yes, her. Yes, her. uh, I don't think she's ever referred to by her last name, but yeah, (laughs) nicely done. Um, Uh, I was like, I was like a, 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 you know, a a wolf in waiting to make that joke. Perhaps a silent wolf. Perhaps. Meng Shao. We'll get there. Uh, If you guys are just joining us for the first time. Welcome. This is our, I think, our sixth episode back in the Resurrected podcast. And sure, I encourage you to yeah. uh, go back and listen to all of our back episodes at njnmpodcast.blogspot.com. We're a monthly show now instead of a weekly show, and we're still sort of banking these episodes earlier than when they'll air. So forgive, forgive us if something major associated with this film or any of the people involved with it happened in the past couple of months, and right. we don't comment on it here because we're yeah, recording yeah. this in uh, mid-October, and it's going to to come out uh in early december um by the way now, ben start... merry christmas yes. merry christmas to you man we I haven't think... even celebrated halloween yet <laughs> i think there were a few jingle bells at the beginning of this episode so uh don't quote me on that though <laughs> okay um so uh yeah i guess we'll, we'll start off the show with uh the coming attractions whatever we i don't even know what yeah. we're calling this segment also i'm gonna put Just this out movies. there yeah if you're listening to the podcast and you've been a, a fan for a little while and you have any sort of um, oh, wow. technical ability i would say that we are uh more than happy to accept um like fan-made bumpers and and oh, intro yeah. uh sound effects That'd and stuff cool. like that for these different segments so uh if you guys are technologically savvy and want to uh to you know put some together for us just email it to us at not just movies at gmail.com uh you can always leave us a voicemail also if you're interested in uh sharing your own reviews of any of these movies or any of the ones we've talked about at 904-469-6566 um and yeah so i'll talk about the uh i'll just mention really fast a couple of the movies that are coming out this month because there are a ton and then we'll move on into our uh review of the month and finish up with listener voicemails and emails if we have any i'm not sure if we do or not i'll have, have to, to check check the sack but uh yeah okay so movies coming up this uh this month we got la la land which is um emma stone and ryan gosling in a musical by the same guy who did whiplash which i really loved and i'm very much looking forward to this movie i have you ever seen a trailer for this one tyler uh, i saw a screenshot not interested okay fair sorry enough. sorry uh, that's uh it's not my cup of tea from the trailer alone, I'm uh, half convinced that this might be my favorite movie of the year, but I have not seen it yet. So uh, we'll see. Um, ben, Rogue, Rogue One, One hasn't come out yet. Yes, Rogue One, a Star Wars story that's coming out. Uh, looks pretty awesome. Collateral Beauty with Will Smith. Uh, Passengers, a sci-fi movie with uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. I'm just going to fire through. The, yeah. You guys know what movies are coming out this Yeah, month. I only want to see Star same. Wars. That's all I care about. Yeah, so you got Gold, Patriot's Day, Live by Night, Office Christmas Party, Assassin's Creed, and I think Marty Scorsese's movie Silence is coming out in December as well. So uh, there's a ton of stuff, and uh, you know, I obviously just sort of touched on some of the bigger ones there. Um, this is the time of year when all the studios throw out their good movies and hopes for awards and all that stuff. So there's a ton in theaters to choose from this month. Uh, 
but we are going to be talking about a movie that came out early, early 2016, and that is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny. Tyler, do you have anything uh, to, to say uh, before we jump into our full review? JJ, it should be called Star Wars Rogue One, not Rogue One, a Star Wars story. End of, <laughs> end of rant. <laughs> All right. Oh, long-time listeners will know that Tyler... Uh, constantly blames J.J. Abrams for anything related to Star Wars, even though it's clear that Abrams himself has nothing to do with the naming conventions of the new Star Wars. Who does, Ben? Who does? Kathleen Kennedy, dude. She's the one. Direct your ire in her direction. And then then she puts on a pair of, like, black-rimmed glasses, and it's J.J. Abrams, like Clark Kent (laughs) Superman. (laughs) Oh, that would be impressive. Fink one einhorn. Fink one einhorn. All right. So let's go uh, and go ahead and, and dive in to our review of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny. Honor, duty, excuses for bloodshed. That is why I left it behind all those years ago. It took just one night to bring me back. Once he has the sword, that will be the end of all of us. All right, Tyler. uh, This movie came out early 2016, Mm -hmm. directed by Yuan Wu-Ping, who I believe was the... Uh, martial arts choreographer for the Matrix movies. Okay. Uh, and he it has directed a ton of films as well. Iron Monkey 2, um, a Drunken Master, uh, The Fist of Legend, Black Mask, a, a ton of stuff. So this dude has been around for a long time. Um, he was born in 1945, so he's, he's, wow. he's been around. Um, but uh, I was shocked to see that he has, uh, he's still got it when it comes to the action scenes. The action of this movie, yeah. pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, what Fantastic. Did, what did you think about this film, uh, just sort of generally speaking, overall thoughts? Now, is this, now I'm, I'm reading here, and I saw it in the credits, that it's part of a pentology of books, I guess, the Crane Iron series. Am I right there? And are yeah, there I don't know five... if it's a book series or if it's like a... Um, like a almost like an oral legend passed down yeah. through history. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. When I saw that, I thought maybe there had been five films in this series as opposed to just the two that we're thinking about. Uh, oh, because there's oh, is it the House of a Thousand Flowers or the Sun? There's there's another there's like two more films that look like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but aren't mm-hmm. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon related, right. perhaps. So I thought maybe this was like the fifth film in uh, that five movie series of right. themes or whatever um but man it reminded me of like an old hercules and zine episode where yeah. there, there's a thing and there's a bad guy who wants the thing and then there's good guys that got to protect the thing and then there's fights and then that's it and uh yeah. i was i was quite entertained by it i was uh not at any point did i think it uh, got too heady or too philosophical which i like sometimes but for the most part action movie almost like a western if you think about it aren't all westerns just samurai movies anyway basically and uh so you got you got everything going for this movie and it's december at njnm so we're we're definitely talking martial arts so there's tons of that we Uh, tend to do that a lot and there's a little star wars in there as well so uh it was pretty i was pretty entertained i liked it i gave it uh i gave it two thumbs up i would say that i really really love i do two i do two toe thumbs up because i don't want to take away from siskel and ebert Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I put my feet up with my two th- toe thumbs. That's disturbing. I don't know if that's going to catch on. <laughs> um, Hasn't yet, so, but uh, still tried. 
Yeah, I really, really liked the beginning of this movie, probably like the first, I don't know, half hour, 45 mm-hmm. minutes. And then I thought it sort of sagged a lot in the middle. Yeah. Um, and then it, the ending was like a little ridiculous, but I was I was more back on board with it uh, with like the final battle and everything. And then into the actual ending itself, I was like, OK, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much back on board with this. But the the middle man, it just it slows like it starts out so well. So I hadn't seen uh, the original Crouching Tiger since we reviewed it for an earlier episode of this show yeah. years ago. Um, so I didn't remember any of the really, any of the details or anything. So I just looked at the Wikipedia page for it, like, you know, seconds before right. I hit play I on, do on that. this one. And so, um, so I sort of like re-familiarized myself with just, uh, um, the main character with Michelle Yeoh's character and, sort of her journey because I knew that she was going to be the main character in this one. Um, so this is 18 years since the death of Chow Yun-Fat in the first one. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. And um, so, you know, it's very like operatic, this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel like the first one was like that too. I mm-hmm. honestly don't remember anything about the first one other than a couple of the fight scenes. I don't remember anything about what we thought about it at the time, right. which is kind of cool because I like the idea of our podcast as a like a, a history of our opinions on things sure. you know years later where we can go back and be like oh that, that's what i thought about that yeah um, i went back and listened to like the first 20 minutes of that episode and you guys were just like splooging over the show terriers and you guys were like well we don't know if it's gonna get a second season but man it's like the best show on tv and it might be the best show of all time i'm not sure uh so when we do uh I think uh, the podcast does top five series finales this week. Um, uh, listeners may want to see if there's any mention of Terriers on that episode, yeah, because according we'll to that it. 2010 episode of Not Just the Movies, it should be on the number one spot. Man, um, that but was I didn't... a great show. <laughs> You're just remembering now? <laughs> no, I, uh, I was just thinking about Terriers the other day, uh, and it hasn't been on the air since 2010. So yeah. we're six years later, Probably and I'm still reason. thinking about that show. So it's, uh, you know, I'll stand by that. I'll stand by those statements. Unfortunately, I fell asleep before we got to the proper review of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> so uh, I wasn't as up on the, the legend as I should have been, I guess. So, yeah, still clueless about our thoughts yeah, about that. Yeah, that yeah. One. Um, so, uh, I, I don't really feel like we need to dive into the story beats as much in no. this one, but I'll, I'll just look through my notes and sort of mention things that's, that I thought, um, sort of stood out. That's um, kind of the thing I thought was lacking was like a deeper mythology. Um, I guess maybe there were some references to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which I, because I hadn't watched it in a long time, I didn't really pick up on, but for the most part, it was like, this sword is magic and powerful. They're trying to, like, it wasn't like this deep historical epic. It was just... Here's the thing. There's going to be fights throughout. Deal with it. Um, yeah, there's some drama in the middle, like you said, especially yeah, when she I, reveals I, like her backstory a little bit. Right. Um, the, uh, I think what was that, her name? Snowvase is that her name? Uh, man, I don't. Is it Snowvase or Snowfox? One. Yeah, Snowvase. Snowvase. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, that's the part where where I that's the exact moment that I wrote in my notes where man this thing just sort of screeches to a halt is when she um yeah goes into her backstory with the kid in the cage and all that stuff so the thing about this movie that um that sort of felt strange to me was like you said I, I wish it had a little bit more of that epic scope to it because it seemed very um small scale like some of the action is is pretty big especially that final set piece is like really um you know sort of ludicrous in its size but and they're like 
falling down all these like overhangs on this massive tower and just like going yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, but the the story elements, it all felt a little too um, almost like self-contained for it to be. It, it felt like it was warring with itself between this small story where I felt like everyone knew each other and everyone was related and there, you know, everybody had like um, relationships with each other that weren't uh, revealed instantly, you know, it was all like sort of, a um, unveiled as the movie went on, like, Oh, mm-hmm. this person has this, you know, deeper connection with this person. Um, and so it, it, it felt a little small to me in the same way that like some of the star Wars movies, like you yeah. alluded to, uh, sort of feel small in that, like really everything is tied to the Skywalker yeah, family, you know, small. that kind of thing. Um, and, and I wish that it had the, uh, aspirations to sort of break out and and go a little bigger with that, but um, at yeah. the same time, you know, I I appreciate the the story that was told here, I, and you know, it's not really my place to like fault it for not aspiring to something that it it wasn't aspiring to to, to do in the first place. But um, but yeah, I thought that the uh, I thought the action was good. I thought, like you mentioned, it sort of had a western feel. It's very much like um, like the uh, magnificent seven where you know like the uh what's his name silent wolf like rolls into this tavern area and like recruits his team members it was like almost like the three musketeers um scene or the scene in the three musketeers where they like um you know put the call out to the the uh, musketeers who were um you know living in secret kind of and then you know that the team sort of like rolls out and has their back for the end fight right um but yeah, those guys yeah, are cool. But, that was a like, great scene. Yeah, and the the idea, you know, each of those guys that was fine. Like they all had their specialty fight move and and stuff. Like that one guy with like the the iron arms sort of armor yep. stuff, and like the dagger girl and everything. You know, yeah, it was all it was all cool. Um, I liked how they they announced their names when they present yeah. themselves. Like that is one of the greatest things ever in movies because i'm terrible with names so if you just continuously repeat yourself and who yeah. you are um i'm down with that so yeah sometimes movies don't uh introduce their characters well enough and this was blatantly obvious who these characters were yeah they each had like a like... power ranger like a very power ranger where it's like white ranger tiger zord yeah yeah um so i don't know if you caught this but the the uh, Shadow Wolf character, Donnie Yen, who is a badass in this movie, by the way. I thought it was Silent and, and Wolf. It... Silent Wolf? Ming Shao? Oh, Silent Wolf. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to look um, at a list of the cast so I know who's who. Yeah, Silent Wolf. He uh, he was the uh, best friend of Chaoyan Fat's character in the first movie. Okay. And they weren't... Uh, he, he was, like, betrothed to Shu uh, Lin, to Michelle uh-huh. Yeoh's character. Uh, in the first film, and the, but she was actually in love with Chow Yun Fat, of course. And so that was that. That's like the the reveal of what happens in this movie is like uh, he fakes his own death during a fight with um, the bad guy with Hades Die mm-hmm. uh, to in <laughs> order name. to yeah in order to allow Michelle Yeoh and Chow Yun Fat to be together, but Aww. their honor you know would not allow them to uh, to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like all of the stuff that happened in the first movie. So that's the connection to this film is it's sort of like connecting emotionally like that emotional through line uh, runs from the first movie to the second movie. But story wise, it doesn't really have that much to do with it. I think the green I think the sword 
makes a small appearance in the first movie, if I remember right. But in any case, um, the yeah, like I mentioned, the fight scenes were pretty great. The I, I thought it was interesting that like violence is almost a setting for the exploration of feelings in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's no. Um, there's no like a lot of times when you see films like this it's just like okay um what's his name tony jaw is just gonna like kick some guy's ass for 10 straight minutes and right. there's nothing to it that right. you know no, nothing more to it than that but i feel like this one is is way more um you know uh balletic if that's a word ballet-esque sure. uh where they're they're in the middle of these um you know these carnage driven battles but they at the same time that they're fighting people off and doing things that look cool and whatever they're going back to back and sort of um connecting as characters with you know glances back you know across the battlefield and like slight nods and and things like you know there's a story being told within the fight scene that i don't think is is often uh told in movies like this um and it's not really violence for violence's sake. It's almost like violence is just a a vessel for the way that the story is being told. I don't know. Yeah. That, that's sort that's of like a it... Jackie Chan movie where Jackie Chan, he never wants to fight. Like he doesn't go looking for fights. Like it happens to him. Yeah. Like, and, the fighting and, is in... necessary as opposed to just. Right. Yeah. And, and Jackie Chan is like a those sort of movies like, um, uh, you know, Rumble in the Bronx and stuff. I feel like are, are even one step, a uh, different category or than the um than the like the tony Shaw stuff right um because yeah the, like there is a little bit more um i don't know emotional uh or story driven heft to the the fight scenes in mm-hmm. those movies but for this one it just sort of struck me as like oh this is just um you know like you could you could almost remove the fighting and replace it with um I don't know, a sport or something, yeah. you know, some other activity. Card game. You know, it, yeah. And, and, uh, you know, include those same interactions between the characters and it would still work. Yeah. So, um, it's a very anyway, classy, just, a very classy, uh, filmmaking yeah. effort. I gotta say. And, and it's a gorgeous movie. Like there's, oh, so don't good. get me wrong. There is some bad green screen in it, but there's also some pretty good green screen in it too. And, and um, I think there's like some sweeping videography going like actual, like New Zealand landscape on display, which I find very soothing. Yeah. It looked pretty cool. I'm not sure how much of that is CGI, but, uh, um, but it, it looks really good regardless. You yeah. know, it's like there's, yeah. Like you mentioned, like there, the, um, I forget what they call it. There's there's the peak, the vulture's peak or something like that yeah. that they go out and and fight on at one point and yeah. that's where um that's where Silent Wolf faked his death. Yeah. And I think that's where um Michelle Yeoh's character sort of rides up and stops in the carriage in the very beginning and sort of looks out over this uh chasm yeah. and it looks gorgeous and yeah, just the the colors and everything throughout the whole movie, not just that scene. Um but yeah, there's just like you know sweeping helicopter shots of like guys on top of mountains and stuff, yeah. and and just um you know like there's a scene even with the bad guy with uh with Hades die where like he's ransacking a village, um, what I wrote in my note as the the village pillage scene, uh-huh. uh, right? I was Great pleased stuff. with yeah. Uh, he there's just like this really evocative use of color and imagery where these fires are burning in the foreground and his his uh you know shadow and and outline is there and it's just like you can tell that a lot of thought went into the composition of each of these shots and this is not just something that's sort of haphazardly thrown together but then um, i think the the green screen moment 
or the CGI moment that broke it was when Hades die landed at the last moment on top of the statue and then just fell to the ground and it was just yeah. totally fake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that uh, that's Could've... a tough one to pull off in real yeah. life. So. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see the the stunt double that uh, goes. I think I can do it, and then just completely shatters his shoulder as yeah. he lands on a concrete floor. Yeah, uh, but there's a lot of like uh, ambushes and assaults on compounds and stuff, yeah. which I love. Like those, all those scenes are are really entertaining in this movie. And then there's um, also those really quiet night scenes where they're just kind of air jumping from roof to roof. Like I really dig yeah. that too. We're <laughs> almost like ninjas, where they're just yeah. like, like barely mm-hmm. making any sound, and then she's like quiet as usual or as silent yeah. as usual. And he's like not silent enough to not be heard. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever they said. Um, now, was yeah, this so, movie... Now, if I had switched it on Netflix to Chinese, because they were speaking English in the movie. It looked like it, yeah. I'm like, not sure. I think it no must dub. have been dubbed, dubbed in Chinese, maybe, where normally hmm. it's dubbed in English. Wow. Um, I thought for sure I if I switched it, there were two different... Because it said available in English and Chinese. So I yeah, thought maybe I there was a whole other film in <laughs> Chinese that you could have watched, which is possible. Know. It's possible. It's I a Netflix... That seems really expensive, but I guess Netflix did spend six billion dollars in content this in twenty sixteen. Oh. That's that's not a joke. That's a real. I thought you meant on this movie. No, <laughs> no. We really need that Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon sequel. We are willing to pay upwards of six billion dollars. Six million dollars. Six billion dollars to get the Crouching we can Tiger, Hidden Dragon. We do it for six million though. No, six no. billion. Fuck you. Well, sorry. We'll pay you six billion dollars. No negotiations no. required. That's we have that. We have that deep of pockets. They're the worst negotiators. <laughs> of all time. They could be. They make so much money. They they don't need to be good at negotiations. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I, you know, other than that, I, I yeah. I've sort of run through like the the main um, high points in my notes. Yeah. I, the one low point I thought was it really just it slowed way down when. Um, when uh what was her name Snowvase uh yeah. shared the the backstory and the idea that they were um you know the whole thing with like the the uh woman that raised her mm-hmm. um being the mother of the the right. guy that was in the cage and stuff and like all, very all of that that's what i'm talking about where it just sort of like sort of feels like really like they they all have these sort of um close relationships where uh, you, you, like it doesn't. You don't need to do that. I don't think um, no. to have the story work or to have those emotions resonate or to have uh, it be believable that those two characters would be interested in each in each other. You know, like right. they don't. That that's not a necessary. It's not a requirement that everyone has a. Um, you know, some sort of familial connection right. or like. A, you know, like oh yeah, my whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, like in, like that was the Star Wars moment where it could have easily, you know, an Empire Strikes Back. Okay, that's his father, one of the most powerful people in the in the universe. Sure, that's his father. But then there are twins too. Right. It's like right. come come on. Yeah, it's like that's way too close knit. So I mean, with a billion people in the country of China, you would think yeah. that you know you just don't run into people as often as you would would think right. but uh yeah that was that was another that was kind of where it got slow but i was still in it because there had been so much action up to that point that i was like okay i'll give it i'll give it a little story i'll give it a little drama 
Then we'll get back to the action, and they did. So, mission yeah, accomplished. And that, how about that ice battle? Oh, the one so on, the, uh, on the frozen lake? I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Yeah, like, that was really I, cool. Yeah, I, was I that was Iron like, Crow? Was that the character? Um, I think it was. It might have been the. I think he was like the um, the trainer, like the the master of the kid in the cage. Yeah, Wei Fang. Um, yeah, Wei Fang. Uh, so I'm not sure if that was. That was pretty cool. I don't remember if that was? It might have been Flying Blade. I don't know. Um, but uh, I think that was the guy with the the Lin Manuel Miranda character that they met at the bar. Because oh, there was oh, a right, Flying right. Blade, Silver Dart, yeah. Thunder Fist, and That's Turtle right. Maw. That's right. Your, your Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy crew that shows up in the at the very beginning. <laughs> Man, the like the Final Fantasy thing reminded me. Like, what if there was like a fantasy uh, league for like martial arts movies? Yeah, like that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, um, just like pick your players and right. you know check their stats as they. Uh, you know, headshots versus yeah. uh, broken ankles, like that one yeah. scene. I think it's Silent Wolf, just when, like, it's probably at that tavern, I think, where he just, like, walks, like, six steps in a row, just shattering ankles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, every single step is just, like, guys are left crippled. On yeah, the all those guys are on the DL. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah um, that was funny. It was, like, six... <laughs> Like perectly stepped on their <laughs> ankles and broken. Yeah, um, oh, but the uh, that ice the the lake scene. I was like, oh, I so have good. no idea how they actually filmed that. You know, like yeah. there were, and it's rare that I'm like taken uh, out of a movie that much. Uh, taken out is probably the wrong way to say because that implies that I'm like not invested right. in it, or whatever. Right, but right, I was right. just sort of, I was so impressed with it that it, it took me out of it, and I was like, well, wait, how did they actually yeah. film this? Because it looks pretty real. I mean, clearly they're not like out there really doing that, but they, they must be. have been some sort of slippery surface, and that yeah. must have been incredibly difficult to not only choreograph but also perform on the day. So sure, sure. Um, I don't know. These, these are professionals, Ben. These are professionals. <clears throat> yeah, you got yeah. Yun Wung Ping on uh, choreography there. So yeah, killing it. Let's say combined three centuries of experience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nineteen forty-five. Sure. No, um, all the people involved in the film. Oh, all the people. I see. Okay, yeah. And just martial um, arts experience, not life experience. So, uh, I don't know, Tyler. Final thoughts on uh, Sword of Destiny? It's a good movie. Check it out. If you like uh, action, if you like martial arts, if you like simple, to-the-point uh, stories, check it out. Uh, like I said, it reminds me of a Hercules and Zine episode, which I used to watch every week. So, uh, thoroughly, thoroughly liked it. Big yeah, fan. I think I think I would say it's like... I would say it's uh, definitely above average. I would say it's probably on the good scale versus good to great. You know, uh, okay. I would yeah, say like the check. middle of it Not a check sort plus. of like, yeah, the the middle of it sort of uh, dulls it down just a little bit for me. But the beginning is really solid, and uh, all those compound fight scenes are are really awesome. And then it redeems itself uh, by the end, I think. So. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's pretty much it for this yeah. one. Um, don't, so, don't don't think that our short review means that it's not good because we talked right. for an hour about Vampire in Brooklyn. Uh, but <laughs> basically, what we're saying is, go watch this movie. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's free it with Netflix. So yes. Um, so Tyler, we have the uh, the not just pneumatic movie tube, which yeah. is the uh, 
the wonderful contraption that yeah, is yeah, yeah. attached right in my wall. Uh, I'm living here in Los Angeles. I'm looking right there on yes, the sir. border of Hollywood, right? right there. So I've right been there. The, it's right there. On the underside, under underground, right mm -hmm. on the the underside of the uh, the demarcation line of Hollywood. Right. There. Uh, Lots of details. There just happened to be this this tube that came up directly into my apartment. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. One day, I just uh, I opened it up and it was like one of those bank things where it just yeah. sort of you know shoots up and then there was a little piece of paper. It spits out and it has the name of a movie on it and hey that's just what we're looking for is a random movie to watch so that's what we're going to use yeah it said et the extraterrestrial uh for episode 101 and we've been getting a new movie ever since yes indeed so let's go ahead and uh push that button all right tyler it looks like we're going to be talking about alex proyas's 1994 film the crow starring brandon lee so that should be fun. Well, Ben, that sounds great. Uh, definitely going to be tuning in for that episode in January. Yes. So that'll be uh, what we kick off 2017 with. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, Tyler. Yo. Let's go uh, over the Twitter numbers, shall we? Sure. Um, you talking about hashtag NJNM1v1? Oh, you, you know I am, man. You every, know I am. Every month we do a poll. And, and using hashtag NJNM1v1, that's the number, 1v1, uh, you too can participate in a poll, uh, pitting a few things that have some relevance to uh, the month's movie over here at the Not Just New Movies podcast. Uh, last month we did uh, spies. I believe there was a spy poll. Ben, the month before we had a Halloween themed poll. Uh, I think we have the uh, winner for that, and I think that was announced last episode as well. So you can go listen to the November Man episode. But this week, Ben. Yes. This week, I'm going to make it simple. And you can use hashtag NJNM1v1 to give us your, your explanations. But which is better, ninja or samurai? Ninja or samurai? Wow. Easy okay. enough, right? Simple enough. Nothing it, too ridiculous. That's, yeah, I, I'm shocked because that's so unlike all of the other polls yeah. we've done. But I guess, I guess that's what, you know, that's what this episode calls for. You know, it's a simple uh -huh. sort of operatic story, but... It was going to be uh, like a blade-based poll where I was trying to think of multiple blades. Uh, but then oh, I was like, no, you're thinking too I thought, hard. I thought you were talking about the Wesley Snipes thing. And I was like, no, well, no that no. has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> the Blade of Destiny or Blade the Vampire Hunter? <laughs> Let us know. Hashtag NJNM1v1. No, Samurai versus Ninja. And give us your thoughts. Like the Samurai, you know, they're strong. They're armored. Uh, the Ninja, they're quiet. They're swift. Uh, which one, yes. I guess, is better, more deadly, whatever. Use the hashtag. Let us know. Yeah. Which one would you rather be? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just uh, write out a long, detailed tweet. Yes, uh, please. You know, writing out your uh, 280 your thoughts characters, about this. perhaps. <laughs> you can hashtag it NJNM1v1. We will read the uh, responses that we get uh, on the next episode, I think, mm -hmm. uh, depending on when we record it. Yeah. So. If we survive the uh, Y2K17. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a thing. Um, so looking at our uh, our emails, Tyler, it's yeah. it's uh, there's some tumbleweeds rolling some through tumbleweeds here. Over there, buddy. Yeah, it's, it's all right. We got the five cast rarely gets uh, comments slash emails. I think we got one comment back in October, uh, which is rare. But uh, yeah, send us an email. Send us suggestions for movies. Maybe you come across like a really shitty movie on Netflix or or uh, Hulu or, or Amazon Video or something. I don't know. Yeah. Let us know. Like we try to uh, not just do, uh, you know, good movies. Obviously, we watch Vampire in Brooklyn. 
Um, sorry, Eddie Murphy. And, and the November Man, which was pretty good. It was okay. It wasn't. Yeah, I was pretty bad though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're we're always looking for suggestions. We're looking for extra thoughts. I mean, sometimes me and Ben have very similar opinions. You might have a very very different one. Let us know. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll completely shut you down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We'll we'll uh, we'll we'll enter that into the as Ben talked about the historical record of this movie podcast. We'll enter that into the uh, the notes. Of course, and, uh, yeah. So definitely some dialogue. I think we have probably some more action on Twitter these days than in the emails. But yes. Ben, don't don't be too upset about that. It's okay. All right. So yeah, if you guys want to email us at notjustnewmovies at gmail dot com. Better yet, call and leave us a voice. Yeah. we'll play that on the show Those and then answer your questions or talk about your uh, your response or whatever you have to say you can do that at 904-469-6566 that is 469-NJNM kind of cool yeah. uh, and subscribe to the show on iTunes I think I think we're on iTunes I don't know the iTunes is crazy yeah. um, we're, we're working trying to work it. that out yeah so it should what? it should be working by now but if not you can just uh, go to njnmpodcast.blogspot.com and you can actually subscribe through iTunes uh, there um, yes. As opposed to going into iTunes. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say check us out on Facebook. I just realized I forgot to update the Facebook profile Ooh, for the administrative most error. recent uh, for Vampire Brooklyn. So um, Facebook sucks anyway. If you're, yeah, it does. <laughs> Facebook is so Fuck terrible. You, so Facebook. just uh, hit us up on Twitter at NJNM Podcast on Twitter. And uh, yeah, we'd love to talk to you there. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Tyler, uh, let's talk about where the listeners can find us on the internet. Oh, well, uh, of course, the Five Cast Podcast. We're moving on, Ben. We got uh, a letter from Disney. We are probably going to be the official Five Cast or Top Five uh, list podcast over there at Disney Studios. It's going to be great. Uh, you can, of course, tune into the Five Cast to see if that even happens uh, over at uh, soundcloud.com slash Five Cast. Or you can find us, of course, on podtyrant.com. And yes. uh, tons of other great podcasts to check out. So, the Fivecast uh, in its twilight, 150 episodes. Ben, I'd like to thank you personally on this show uh, for helping me out with that. And uh, we'll be rich as hell o- over in Disney World. So, uh, congratulations, my friend. Uh, congratulations to you. Definitely, everyone who was listening to this, check out the uh, the history of the Fivecast, the past few episodes at least, to get a sense of what Tyler is referring to yeah. there. Uh, and yeah, like uh, like he mentioned, uh, podtimer.com, you can find uh, some of the episodes of this show there. Um, occasionally, we'll throw up like a, an NJNM Rewind, Rewind. episode. Uh, uh, it's just a, one from the archives that we particularly like or has some sort of relevance. I think I did one for Time Cop on that mm-hmm. movie's 20th or 30th anniversary uh, yeah. recently. Um, Great stuff. So uh, yeah, muse- oh, and you can find me uh, writing at geektimer.com. And, uh, yeah, on Twitter at Ben Pears. So if you want to track me down, those are the places to do it. Uh, music for this episode comes courtesy of the Sword of Destiny score, if I can find a good song from that. Um, uh-huh. and uh, Just type in New yeah. Age music and you'll, uh, you'll find something. All right. So um, thanks for listening. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a, a happy holiday season. And, uh, Tyler, happy birthday to you. Oh, uh, thanks, early, buddy. Early birthday. Happy then, late birthday. Uh, yeah thanks (laughs) and uh yeah we'll see you guys in 2017 take care thanks for listening
This show is part of the Pod Tyrant Network. For more podcasts, interviews, and content, visit podtyrant.com.